another sort of I don't know how you, I don't know how you describe it strategy slash um, game plan slash objective that stems from putting your head down and grinding hard for three months in a conventional stand uh, standpoint from a conventional standpoint a lot of it had to do with how can I get ahead of rent right so it's like alright so if I do X for X number of if I do X for Y number of months that leads to Z amount of finances and therefore I can project my living expenses for X number of months. So for the next two or three months, I ain't got to worry about rent. I've actually, there's like, the rent has been paid. So three months of rent has been paid on top. Like, so there's this month and then two other months have been paid. That's kind of, that's kind of a, it sounds like a captain obvious. It sounds like a very simplistic way of of being it sounds like you know I don't know it sounds like um, (laughs) I'm trying to think of the words here it sounds like it doesn't deserve a pat on the back which it doesn't but I think plenty of people live you know how I'm talking, you know how, I don't know, maybe sometimes on the Rantscast you hear about the living hand to mouth and the living day by day, living paycheck to paycheck. It's in that category of discussion, but it's more, it's more of a strategy. It's more like, all right, I'm going to keep the head down so that I know I have three months, six months worth of expenses. Really, it's three for me, but some people can get with some people. Some people will live just as broke as they were when they didn't have any kind of job. You know what I mean? Some people will live so broke. Some people will not spend for six months just so they can have a certain bank of resources that would allow them to live and then you have the excess you know dough to do a certain number of frivolous things anyway the point is you know three months is that's a quarter of the year so a quarter of the year finances is is you know Accounted for, there's no real worry. The real, but but there is the worry, right? Because I'm gonna have a little outing, and then a nice maybe weekend. And this is what happens when you don't drink and smoke. I'm not trying to preach a a song of non-smoking or non-drinking. I'm just saying when you don't have certain vices, it allows you to a lot finances in a different way 
And I've, 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 I've become very close to smoking. Not so much drinking, but definitely smoking. Because it's a stress-relieving kind of an idea. You know, it's like there's some bullshit going on in life. There's bullshit going on in the, the micromanaging of 200 individuals who... You know, there's a micromanaging of all of these people who contribute to the fundraising effort. So, what is what is the go-to? What's the go-to strategy? What's the go-to action to relieve stress? It's cigarettes, generally speaking. Anyway, no cigarettes have been had. No booze has been had. We've avoided that. I think we're past that. Thing is, life is long. So, to say at the age of 32 that okay, I'm not gonna smoke for 60 years, like or 100 years, whatever. That's great to think, but who knows? Anyway, the idea for right now is not to do any of that. Um, I kind of lost my train of thought now. Let me see if I <laughs> let me see if I can backtrack. <laughs> into the fuck I don't want to stop the recording uh, I gotta stop the recording give me one sec so what I'm gonna talk about here is not necessarily where I thought I was going but it's worth getting into it's the routine that we all have to experience and go through and tolerate. But it's also the negative element of the routine. And there's plenty of people out there who are going to clap their hands when I say this. The routine of work, home, barely leaving your house, and then going back to work. Especially if you're so, if, especially if you live alone. And you don't necessarily have like a kid to tend for or the girlfriend to tend for or even if it's just, you know, girls to smash that you, you know, tap <laughs> tend for, I guess. You know, you ain't got enough. You, did, you, you don't necessarily have an extensive list of, of one-offs and bust-downs and jump-offs. You know. What does that mean? Your routine is really home and work. And because you get home at a certain time, usually after six, depending five or six, you're mentally drained. You don't necessarily want to go outside, especially if it's winter. Summer is a different story, but spring is a different story. Fall is a different story, but it's winter that really, you know, kills folks' overall spirit. So have this routine and that routine kills your your I really don't want to say motivation but it kills your zest for extracurriculars now this isn't the case for all people plenty of people got their dodgeball team plenty of people got their ultimate frisbee team plenty of people got their um, ball hockey team or fucking whatever but when it gets to a point where you don't see anything outside of the cycle and 
routine. You either a go haywire in the moments that you do you do have free time. So you go haywire. Or you just accept what could be perceived as a condemning routine. And really it's the routine is all down to the individual. And then there's the variety of employment. There's a variety of hustles. There's a variety of side businesses and side hustles. And, you know, everybody is is allotting a lot of extra time to these things. But it all comes down to what is it you exactly want to do. Are you an accountant? Are you, um, you know, a janitor? Are you part of the fucking, you know, O-Train development? Are you part of the, are are you you a security guard? Are you, you know, a, a personal trainer? Whatever it is, your time is accounted for in most cases. So, there ain't much room for, you know, random thoughts if you will (laughs) random thoughts is the best way to put it there's less room for random kind of like side thoughts or side interests you just gotta grind through what you're going through hence the rise of a variety of meds that help people deal with these realities but in any case in any case all is not lost all is not lost because despite what we think we are in control of the routine so all them days where I literally woke up bust to work bust home slept on the bus got home didn't do much going out lay down got up it's funny because i can already sense like as soon as today like today ended and i'm already like i'm already taking like thousands of extra steps just in my day-to-day to get home We are the architects of our own experiences. We can't allow these external imposed conditions to derail us from the thing that we know that we need to do or from, you know, from whatever it is that we feel is the best the best plan of attack for our own lives or the best strategy for our own lives you only get like one shot to really it's like when I always I don't talk about it now I try to stay away from from this particular conversation but when you see people early in the morning who are so downtrodden 
And when I say downtrodden, I'm not talking about poor people. Like the amount of people with that are suited up with briefcases that are like they look so like I really don't want to be on this bus. Whether it's at 7 a.m. or 5 p.m. or fucking whenever. And you're kinda like you're making a salary that like should allow you the freedom to do whatever, but it's not the case. You're making X, but you're trapped in a, in, a, in, a, in a cycle. Your ability to spend X, your ability to save X for whatever it is you're saving it down the road, house, car, very sim- very, very basic and simple things that as a North American society, we, or as a first world society, we like to believe are the goal. Is it the goal? You know what I mean? Like, is it really the goal? And I think in in certain metropolises such as like the Ottawa's or the DCs, the two easiest examples because of the two countries that you know, Canada and the US. How many left of center people do you really and it's more than just arts, like how many people are like really living like they want? You know what I mean? So Maybe it, it, it could be worth a research thing to go find those people, but it doesn't even really need you don't I mean you don't even really need how much validation do you need from people? You do your own thing, right? I think when you're doing your own thing and you're not really considering too many outside influences or too many outside opinions. Right now I'm in a phase where After seven years of moving back to Ottawa, I suddenly have all of these so-called, you know, opinions and you know, advice and all this shit. It was like, where was all of this seven years ago when I was about to hit rock bottom? You know what I mean? Now for different reasons, different reasons, fiendishry and you know, bullshit, and people you're associating with. But the fact of the matter is, where were all of these really good suggestions? back then you know now they're coming now the advice is coming also a different landscape right they're also a different digital landscape the digital landscape in 2019 is totally different than the digital landscape even in 2010 you know what i mean like there's an increasing amount of options you just gotta sit back and now that there's now that I'm having this little now that there's this like um now that the non-conventional world is a bit on a hold I can now wholeheartedly hop into the the non-conventional world did I say non-conventional world twice if I did the second time I said it is what I really meant the first time should have been conventional <laughs> so Anyway, I'm going to end this off right here. I don't want these to extend and ramble on for too long, but have a good weekend. Try not, try and keep your head up. Like, try not to be all fucking bent out of shape, you know. You know, you know what I'm saying? Try to envision going against the grain as much as possible. 
it's it, it's easier now than it's ever been. So, peace. <laughs>